When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 8, Episode 42. This is Writing Excuses, The Internal Heckler. 15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. And we are talking about The Internal Heckler versus The Internal Editor, which is a podcast pitched by Mary. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about how you need to silence your internal editor. And I'm like, I have a really good relationship with my real editor. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, that I think that there are two different internal voices that go on. One is what I call the internal heckler, and that's the one that tells you, you suck, you can't write at all, this is terrible. And that's the one you really have to silence. Mm. The internal editor is the one that is trying to help you make it a better story. Okay. Um, And so one of the things that I think that you have to learn to do is to recognize the difference between those and when it is okay to let the internal editor out of the box. Okay. This will be a good podcast, I think, because turn off your internal editor is such a staple piece of advice. But as we've talked about so often on the podcast, any piece of advice can be bad advice in the wrong situation. And I really feel that this internal editor one is advice that's pretty good some of the time. Mm-hmm. Even the actual editor, not the 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 heckler, which does exist. Um, but sometimes it's wrong advice. And so maybe if we can dig into this deeply, we can identify when which is which. But I do have one question for you. What do you do with that voice that is constantly saying, you're awesome? What do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody have one of those? Yeah, that's your internal cheerleader. Okay, okay. <laughs> Howard, you voice? should start a webcomic. <laughs> I love that voice. Mm. If the heckler, prankster. if the yeah, if the, <laughs> yeah. If the uh, internal heckler had existed for me back then, if I'd had a shred of uh, actual humility, <laughs> I never would have thought. I never would have thought to launch a webcomic. You keep saying if it existed back then, as if you've acquired now. Now see, I have, and this is actually serious, when I first started writing, I was a teenage kid, and the world revolved around me. Yeah. And it was this this weird sort of mixture of arrogance and and complete and utter fear that a teenager has. Like I would never show my work to anyone in case they hated it, because that would destroy the illusion that I created for myself that everything I did was awesome. Um, And so I didn't show anything to anyone. But I didn't read it and think, this is terrible. Everything I read, I, I thought, this is the best thing ever written. Um, <laughs> and, and it was awful. But I didn't start to get that internal heckler until I went to college and I started to be able to learn to read cri- critically. 
and see the huge gap between my writing and the writing that I aspired to be. Mm-hmm. And that, that took education. And so I actually find that older writers tend to have the internal heckler much more than younger writers. Well, no, but see, this is, mm-hmm. this is the distinction that I want to draw is that, that the internal heckler just tells you that it's bad. Right. And, and it is bad all by itself. Right, but the voices came together with me. Gotcha. Like I didn't, it, early on there was like the editor that said, no, you need to do better. And the heckler says, you're terrible at this. Why are you even doing this? Okay. You'll never be. And, I, and those so two voices the, popped up. That's part of the lesson then is mm-hmm. the recognition that when your editor, when your internal editor wades in and says, um, this isn't your best work, you can, you can do better than that. Uh, the story isn't working right here. You need to, yeah. uh, you, you know, you, you need to do this versus the heckler who is saying, you, you can't really do any better than this, so you should just quit. Um, wow, this really is the best thing that you've done, and it still sucks, mm-hmm. so just stop. So how do you, like, this, how, what's your process for distinguishing this? Well, one of them is that when, when the, this is kind of my, my, the way I've gone through life in general, is that, you know, when someone is heckling you, mm-hmm. or when something goes wrong, um, you, you try to figure out how you can improve it. And so when the, when the heckler says, this is terrible, you say, well, why? And the, the internal heckler will just say, because it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And if that's all you've got, then that's just insecurity going on. If you can look at it and identify what is wrong, then you can activate the internal editor. And usually just querying, why is this, why am I having this reaction, can get the internal editor to pop up and say, well, it is wrong because you're using the same word five times in this paragraph. Or you're in passive voice the entire time. Or you know whatever it is, usually right. you can mm-hmm. if you query it, then it will it will start to become a little clearer. Yeah, the editor, you know, if it's actually the editor, it will be basing it on some kind of evidence, and it mm-hmm. will be trying to improve it. Whereas the heckler's job is not to get you to improve your writing, to just give up or stop. Yeah. Though you know, I noticed that for me, looking back at my process, the editor learned that things were wrong faster than it could learn to identify them. Like, I would get a sense for something's wrong with this, but I didn't have enough experience yet to know. And so then the heckler takes over and is like, it's just not bad because it's bad. But I knew there really was something that I needed to learn there. And my, my question for the podcasters is like, how do you take it from that step of, wow, something's wrong here. I know my story just isn't working to the step of, oh, the editor says this, this is what I'm doing wrong, that now I fix it. Yeah, and this, is, this gets into the, um, to an idea that a lot of people talk about, which, or at least I talk about, um, which is that the idea uh, that, that talent is the ability to recognize a mistake, mm-hmm. understand how to correct it, and then implement that correction. Okay. And part of what people need to recognize is that the process of learning to write is learning to acquire all of those steps. And... And it is a practice thing. So the first time you try it, you look at something you, and you can't identify it, that is not unusual. That's something that, that comes with experience and practice. So some of the steps that you can take to do that are experimenting. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, okay, so let me try to first identify what the symptoms are. You know, what, is, what are the reactions that I am having as a reader if this was someone else's work? What are the reactions that I'm mm-hmm. having as a reader? And then once you've identified the symptoms, then you move on to diagnosis. Well, if I'm, it's causing these symptoms, here are the possible diagnoses. You know, and I know this because I have, I have read writing books. Mm-hmm. I have read other books that, you know, that I liked and 
and then they had this one thing that bothered me. Um, and then once you've got a possible diagnosis, then you can start thinking about possible prescriptions, possible mm -hmm. ways to, to correct it. But the first thing is to just list the symptoms that it is causing you. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I do often suggest to new writers that when you're feeling one of these things, most of the times you want to keep on writing. Yes. You want to take note of it. Um, and you want to keep on writing because the the issue with most of us, and again, every piece of advice is terrible advice at some point, but the issue for most of us is getting something done to then work with mm -hmm. is so much more useful than getting something half done. Then if you go and you fiddle with it and you fiddle with it and you fiddle with it, that heckler can really take over, yes. I find. Like, man, this is not working. This is not working. I should just give up on the story. Whereas if you push through it, you get to the, some more awesome parts of the story. You get really excited about it again. And then you go back. Fixing something never feels like as much of a task as writing it in the first mm -hmm. place. Even if it's, I spend the same amount of time on both or even more on the editing, once I have something in hand to polish, yeah. I, I feel like I've done the majority of the work. Yeah, and this, you know, this gets back to the idea that I was talking about, you know, that it's a, an experience thing. The more experience you have, the faster your internal editor will get at recognizing, identifying, and offering a correction. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you will recognize a problem even before you finish writing the sentence. And, and that, is, that is training your internal editor to, to do its job. But as with anything that you're learning to do, when you're trying to learn to do more than one thing at once, it gets really difficult. That's why a lot of, you know, in, in pretty much any other discipline, mm -hmm. you break things apart. Right. And so that's why for a new writer, the advice to hold off on the internal yeah. editor and wait on training that is, is a very good advice. Right. It's less... The vice should not be turn off your internal editor. It should be wrangle the internal editor and channel the internal mm -hmm. editor. Um, don't let the internal editor interfere, but do use the editor. If we didn't have internal editors, right. we would not be able to produce what we do. Yeah. Um, and we have trained those editors to notice when something's wrong. And to the point that right now, there are times when I will stop a book and I will fix it before I go any further because my, I've learned to work with this editor so well that I know if I don't stop right now, it's actually going to be something that the problem is just going to snowball mm -hmm. into something bigger. That happens more rarely than the, I need to keep going so I get a sense of how I would have fixed that, how, how, I, how, how I can fix this. Yeah. Hey, writers, are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's stop for our book of the week. Um, and Mary, you have the book of the week, The right. Mad Scientist's Guide to World Domination. Yes, this is an anthology edited by John Joseph Adams. And the idea behind the anthology is that you know, mad scientists get a really bad rap. So in this anthology, all of the main characters are mad scientists. And, um, and they're trying to take over the world in varying forms. I have a short story in that um, and also did some audiobook narration for it. I did some of the, the women that, mm -hmm. uh, narrated stories. And some of them are just hilarious. And a couple of them are deeply, deeply creepy, mm -hmm. and some are very moving. So it's a wonderful mix of things. And it's a nice way to, to get into that whole idea that we often talk about, that everybody's the hero of their own story. Right. This is very much that case. That sounds delightful. Yeah. So, Howard, how can they get it? Oh, uh, audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Start a 30-day trial membership and grab a copy of The Mad Scientist Guide to World Domination. Mm -hmm. um, Including a story by Mary and partially read by Mary. Um, let me then ask, since this podcast should really be focusing on the heckler more than the editor. We have talked about editing and things like that. Do you have strategies when that heckler is just bearing you down, where you just can't get them to shut up? Do you have things you do to just quiet them? More pills and a nap. <laughs> okay. That's a good way to make the voices go away, Howard. Um, I... When I'm, if I'm legitimately suffering from the internal heckler, mm -hmm. uh, the feeling that I'm no good, I can't accomplish anything, um, I there is there is cognitive behavioral mm -hmm. treatment for this that essentially involves stepping back, spectating the problem, and realizing it, it's like you know what we've talked about with regard to the the specifics of the work, realizing that the complaint that the heckler is issuing is unfounded. Mm. I don't really suck. I haven't really done anything wrong. Life is not really, you know, a horrible, miserable thing. Therefore, uh, therefore, the conclusion that the heckler is drawing is invalid. Now I just need to figure out what to do about it. And for me, many times, the thing to do about it is to uh, get some more rest, get some of the right food, get some exercise, because there is, in fact, mm. from time to time, something wrong with my brain. Okay. Um, from time I have, to time. From time to time. There are also times when my brain is awesome, mm. and I love those times. Uh, the, the challenge that I face with this is that I really do, in order to, in order to finish a pro prose project, um, I need to turn off or turn down my internal editor because when I'm writing the webcomic, mm -hmm. I have to go from rough to perfect in one sitting. And so the, I mean, there's pass after pass after pass over the words. If I want to write 2,000 words in a day, um, I need to reduce a whole bunch of those passes. Mm. Um, and that's not the heckler. I can look at the words that are coming out and saying, oh, that. I can do better than that. Yeah, that needs to be fixed. That, you know what? I'll just do that now. No, I need to be able to dial that back. And that's a problem that's specific to the way I've spent the last 13 years learning to write because of the form I'm in. 
I don't know that this is going to be helpful to our readers, mm. but it's something that I think they should know exists. Um, I see, or I rather I use, two main ways of telling the internal heckler to shut up. And one of them is reminding myself how good I am. Mm -hmm. Which is easy because I'm an arrogant jerk. But, um, you know, you and you know that, that, you arrogant jerk? Ha <laughs> 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 ha! I told you how good I was. So anyway, and the way you do that is you, you look back at your own stuff. Mm -hmm. you, um, you, know, you remember nice things that your friends or your writing group has said about your work. You remember all the things and you're like, you know what? I am better than this heckler thinks I am. The other one is reminding yourself about uh, how how much other people it's the opposite of that how, how much some people can hate really good writing right mm -hmm. if you're really feeling that heckler strong and you feel like you can never write anything good get on goodreads look up your favorite book and read all the one star reviews yeah <laughs> no i i've and done this I've for hamlet you, you watch people just like excoriating yeah. pride and prejudice mm -hmm. or something and you're oh, like yeah. you know what <laughs> that's a brilliant book and if they hate it they're obviously dumb. My heckler's dumb too. Um, for me, on the, on your first point, what I'll actually do is I'll go get something that I know is pretty good, like a, a previous scene from the book. And normally, I don't revise in the middle of writing something, but occasionally I'll go back and I'll remind myself why I love this book. Mm -hmm. I'll go back and I'll read a scene. You know, I'll just start reading it. The thing about it is, um, and hopefully, um, this is maybe just me, but I like what I write. I write what I like. And so while there are scenes that are not working, that are bad, the majority of what I'm writing, there's something about it that's really exciting to me. And so even if I pick a random scene and go back and start reading through it and doing just a prose level edit where I'm tweaking, you know, small things, so I will be reminded, wow, I really do like this book. Wow, I'm excited about this book again. Wow, my writing right here, this isn't too shabby. This all came together. And that just pushes right through anything. Mm -hmm. that the, the internal heckler might be saying, which usually the internal heckler pops up for me nowadays, mostly at this three-quarter mark where a book is just, yep. you know, a slog, or when a bad review comes out that I can't ignore a, a big one, you know, when, when Kirkus gets snarky or something like that. Yeah, I, I have a similar, uh, similar thing. The only time that I've had really, really bad internal heckler, which is when I started thinking about this, was um, I, I have a book that, uh, that I was working on and for a variety of reasons wasn't doing my usual process of showing it to, to people as I was going. Mm -hmm. And this is where I learned that I absolutely have to do that because mm -hmm. it's the first time that I have been writing and having that, I'm a terrible writer, this is awful. And so what I did was I started showing it to people and I realized that by very carefully picking the people I was showing it to and saying, you know, I just need to know if this is generally working. I don't need to know about the prose or anything. I just want to know if, if it is playing and having the effect that I want it to have. And, and I am nervous and this book is, is making me freak out a little bit. And letting them know that what I really needed was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And having them read it and go, yeah, you know, this is... You spouses know, can be great for Spouses for this. can be great. Yeah. If you tell them that right. you were going to them because you need a cheerleader. Right. I, I have writer friends whose spouse is only for cheerleading. Yeah. Um, that they understand, you know, you're, you can be a critical reader. I understand that. You're wonderful. But you, from you, I just need thumbs up. Yeah. And I'll get the, everything else from other people. Yeah. I, with my husband, I tell him which mode I need mm -hmm. him to be in. Um, the other thing... <laughs> 
to, to know, I th or I think, is that closely allied with the internal mm -hmm. heckler is imposter syndrome. Mm. And I think that both internal heckler and imposter syndrome are basically a misfiring of a desire to level up. Mm. You know, that you recognize that you are not where you want to be mm -hmm. and that your brain is overplaying that. Okay. Well, um, thank you guys. Now you are out of excuses. Now go right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.